I'm done apologizing. I am done being persecuted for my strength. You people should be thanking Christ that I am who and what I am because you need me. You need me to save you. You do. I am the only one who possibly can. You're not the real heroes. I'm the real hero. I don't know what the fuck going on. <laughs> Looks like we back up in this motherfucker. Good times, good times, good times, bitches. Salutations, motherfuckers. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh. Uh-huh. 24-8 on you motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Welcome back to Driving in the Right Lane. I am your host. Clifford Sykes, a.k.a. the Uptown Supervillain, a.k.a. Cousin Cliff talking shit. And uh, we back, bitches. Salutations, mouth breathers. It is uh, the year 2023 out this motherfucker. Crazy, man, thinking about that. Uh, first show of 2023. Uh, first show actually feeling like over 60 or 70% as far as body, uh, mental, everything else, man. A good space. Got some time. Got a little time off of work. Not happy about that, but it just is what it is. Uh, coming to y'all from Casa de Cliff, the Fortress of Solitude, um, right back to y'all. Um, if I can, before we start the show, I would like to send a shout out and a thank you to uh, the listeners that have emailed me, catching up, uh, asking how everything's going, man. That shit means a lot. You don't really understand that people pay attention and listen to you until you start checking emails. You get random emails. Or you'll go in and it's like, wait, what? I got, huh? Who are you? I don't know who you are. Um, so that's been pretty eye-opening for me, man. It's pretty dope just getting that uh, feedback and getting the blessings and people's good energy, man. Not really accustomed to that. It's going to be a while for me to get accustomed to that shit. But, you know, it is what it is. But uh, back to the regularly scheduled program, bitches. Uh, the fuck is the deal, man? 2023. I don't know where y'all are, but uh, it's starting to get cold up here again, man. I'm not fucking with it. This age, I mean, I'm getting old as fuck because I was cool. My dumb ass a few years ago, if you knew me, I would wear shorts out in this shit and be cool. Like, and be cool, cool, walking around, you know, a hoodie, some layers on, stuff like that. But I wear shorts like a dickhead, of course. Um, but now, nah, man, that, that, that cold air jumps on my ass. Nah, it's no bueno. It's not a good John. Um, but you know, it is January, so it's supposed to be cold. This shit, we're about to be fucking February out this motherfucker. Uh, gotta get used to that shit. Uh, chiming back in, or we're going to get back to the normal, 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 normal things with the show. Um, mental health kind of cut right into that or whatever. I don't have anything for feeding animals, just a couple topics, a couple things. Uh, I'm going on like a long Long, long, long tangent with one of these, man, but I think it's going to be like apparent and it's appropriate for what we should be doing going forward in 2023, but we'll get there. Uh, but the mental health, um, <laughs> this is going to this is going to tie into my first point. Uh, mental health, 
I actually feel like I'm in a good place um, for the first time in a few days. Uh, wasn't necessarily in the greatest of places. Was that a week, two weeks ago? Because I was back in the fucking hospital again. But uh, got some traction, got some footing as to actually like what the fuck is going on and tying things in and making correlations. And it's kind of fucking dope, man. Um, for lack of a better words, I could say I was non-compliant. I hate that fucking word. I was non-compliant um, in a sense of, as you guys know, I had a heart attack in November and there's a lot of uh, restraints and things that I can't do anymore. And the reason being is because my heart isn't as strong as it needs to be or where it's supposed to be. So with that being said, my body retains uh, a crazy amount of fluid. And if you know me, you know, motherfuckers that know like, yo, I love solid and I'd always fuck up some water. You say what you want, you'd always see me with a gallon of water. And that was always my thing because, you know, you're always taught to keep yourself hydrated, always have a vegetable. But as you get older and if you don't take care of yourself, those things come back and bite you in the ass. So my body does not get rid of liquid as fast or as efficient as it's, as it's supposed to. So I hold on to liquid. So my stomach, my ankles, and my feet look like Sherman Clump. I'm just a motherfucker. And that's what, what the fuck was going on. And I had an issue. Yes, last week, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was two weeks ago because uh, I didn't record last week. Uh, it was two weeks ago where I was actually headed into work. Um, you know, they shifted my schedule up, so I was working overnight, which would have made it a little easier. Uh, but I had a little episode inside my car where I passed out. And thank God for having, like, some dope neighbors that pay attention to shit because they saw uh, when I passed out or blacked out, I was on my uh, steering wheel beeping the horn. And, yeah, you know, that's, yeah, that's what happened. And they were able to get me out. And, uh... Your boy was right back up in Holy Redeemer, and uh, we ain't going to, I'm not going to fuck back in that hospital. Eat a whole dick like nuts. Never going back in that fucking hospital. You will see my black ass in fucking Einstein or fucking Chestnut Hill if I got to go back. Uh, but, you know, we like, again, like I said, we were able to gain traction on what was actually going on, and my body was taking more fluid. And, and come to find out, once you're talking and you're, transparent with your doctors, the nurses, practitioners, whoever you're dealing with, you tell them. And I take a specific uh, LASIK or a diuretic, which is a water pill. I take a specific one called furamoside, which basically helps my body or assists my body to get rid of the fluid by through urination. And when I tell you like urination, nigga, I'm talking urination on steroids. Like the moment, like, yo, they had to hook the IV up and they were just pumping that shit in me. They were giving me 80 milligrams and I was taking 10 or 20 which is, again, I'm being redundant, which is, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I was uh, hitting my homegirl up telling her what was going on. They were giving me like 10 or 20 milligrams, which is like what you give like a five-year-old. You know what I'm saying? I'm five foot 10. I'm over 250 fucking pounds. So, you know, that shit wasn't doing nothing. So I literally was just holding on to fluid. And I sit down. I forgot her name. She was dope as fuck, my doctor. She was super fucking dope. Actually, one of the cool ones that was there. Um, and she, I showed her, and she's like, this ain't enough. And I'm like, what you thinking? She's like, I'm thinking 60. I'm like, nah, let's go for the 80 ball, boop. You got time? Shit, I got time. My black ass ain't going nowhere. Go ahead and fill me up. Pause. Hit a nigga with that 80 ball. You know what I'm saying? Give me that 80 piece nugget and let's just see what, let's just see what these ships fall and how this motherfucker's going to rock. And uh, for the most part, uh, it took like, oh, we, it was a wager. Uh, definitely was fucking wagering with her. I'm like, yo, this shit ain't working. Like, what the fuck's going on? 
And she's like, give it some time before you know you going to be going. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And real shit, like 40 minutes into it, real fucking talk. 40 minutes into it, man, I was running to the fucking bathroom and just pissing. And the cool thing was the piss was clear because that's what they tell you to look out for. If the piss is like colored, there's a certain color they can associate what's going on or what's wrong and everything was clear. So shit was cool. Um, what they did was they wanted to check, check or test the threshold of fluid that I could retain before my body will go into, I forgot what that shit's called, but it goes into a mode where you just start coughing, you're uncomfortable, stuff like that. And thank God, the human body's in a fucking amazing thing, man. Thank God my parents had thank God my parents had great fucking insurance to keep me and my sister together, man. I don't take that shit light. And, you know, it's 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 unfortunate that everybody doesn't have the same health care and everybody isn't exposed to the same um amenities and 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 all the the just the great resources we have. Everybody's not exposed to that. And I've been very fortunate and blessed to have that. Um and to have a, a understanding of that and to have a decent job with good insurance where I don't even gotta think about how much this costs or what this is. Um, but they test the threshold and for about a day, they put me on fucking liquid. And I'm like, wait, you motherfuckers just told me I can't have liquid, but you got me on liquid all day. What in the actual fuck is going on? And I had chicken broth and beef broth for breakfast, beef broth and beef broth for lunch. And then for like a early dinner before something, they gave me another chicken broth and when I tell you I was fucking hungry than a hostage, cuz I was hungry than a motherfucker. And I'm, yo, I was bitching. Like, yo, it's eight o'clock. I've been drinking liquid. I've been drinking water. You didn't pump me full of shit. You didn't came and took blood. You didn't put me under x rays. You didn't did all this fly shit. What's up with some meat? Pause. Can I eat? And finally they were like, yeah, you can eat. And I actually had a black uh, nurse come in and she was cool as fuck. She went down. She got me a solid, some pasta, solid pasta bread. Like this piece of beef or turkey, I don't know what it was, but it was meat and this shit tasted half decent. A small can of ginger ale and some water. I looked at her and I was like, yo, I need like a sandwich or something too. She went, got your boy a turkey and cheese sandwich with some lettuce and tomato, some mayonnaise. I fucked all that food up and it came right out. That's the crazy part. All that shit came out within an hour. Uh, and then that's when they were able, okay, cool. You know, you can do this, this, and this. And you have to humble yourself when you're talking to uh, doctors and you're talking to people that are dealing with your health. You got to humble yourself, man. You got to be transparent. And because they were asking me questions and I was, you know, nah, no, no. But then it's like, okay, yeah, I was. And they're like, you can't do that, you know. And, and they said the most amount that I could take before my, the most amount of water I can actually like drink is like uh, whatever's under a half a gallon. But the threshold is a half a gallon. I have to sit with like a fucking nutritionist and shit like that because I don't know if you guys realize this or know this. A lot of y'all motherfuckers probably know because you you know motherfuckers are smart. I ain't that bright. You know what I'm saying? I'm a smart motherfucker, but I ain't that bright. Basically, when you eat foods, the foods break down into a liquid and it's retained by your body. Uh, and there, I actually got like a list of like the do's and do nots. And I love salad. I love asparagus. I love broccoli. I love vegetables, but the vegetables I like, those retain fluid. So, again, it's like I got to start fucking with quinoa. I can't really do seafood because seafood retains water. I was thinking about, like, going pescatarian and getting off of pork and red meat and the other stuff, but 
I have to probably keep red meat or turkey in the diet because of the proteins. I ain't going full vegan or vegetarian. Lick nuts on that. We ain't doing that. I ain't no motherfucking rabbit. I ain't thumper off Bambi and shit, man. I'm a fucking carnivore. But it's a dope transformation because I feel I'm not as sluggish. I've lost, I probably lost like 15 pounds. No all bullshit aside, I've probably dropped close to 15 or 20 pounds like in my stomach and other areas. Now, I'm not as wide as I was, pause, like my shoulders and my traps. I used to have like really, really, really big ass immense shoulders and my traps, but that's not the case anymore because as you get older, you know, your body can't hold that shit. And, you know, look, man, I'm trying to be able to run and move. I still ain't made no babies with no beautiful black woman yet. I'm looking for you wherever you are, you beautiful black queen. Uh, you know, I'm trying to shoot a club up once or twice and get a female version of me, a male version of me out in this motherfucker. But I want to be around and you got to be, you have to be in charge and in control of your weight and uh, other things, man. You got to be disciplined because if you're not, that shit will take you out of here. And thank God for the medical advances and all the technology and all the other stuff we had going on or we have going on, excuse me, because... If this was 1950 or 60, a nigga would have been dead. First of all, they wouldn't have seen my black ass. They'd have been like, nigga, die. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. You this kind, he can't come in here. You know what I'm saying? Let's not forget that was not that long ago where we were not allowed to go in certain places and to do certain things. So let's really, really remember that. So we as black folk, you know what I'm saying, where we are, we're very fortunate of our grandparents and our great-great-grandparents for fighting and doing what they had to do to get us just to be seen as equals or whatever. Uh, so with all that being said, your boy checked out. Levels of better, lost weight, uh, sober. This is the longest I've been sober in shit. Man, a few years. A few, few fucking years. And I know niggas is like, wait, what? Sober? Yeah, yeah, motherfuckers. Like, this is the longest I've been sober in a very, very long time. If I wasn't drinking every night, I would drink every weekend. And I'm talking like getting fucked up, going raw dog, just bugging the fuck out on the weekends, like just bugging, going balls deep and raw and something. But, <clears throat> you know, I'm sober, waking up, going, I'm going to sleep, like actually fucking sleeping, which is something I wasn't doing two months ago. I was fucking paranoid to go to sleep because of what my body was going through. So... I'll say right now I'm at, I forgot where I gave myself what the check-in was or what the number or what metric I gave myself not too long ago, but I'm over 65%, and it's noticeable, and that's the good thing. So I'm gaining traction. It's a lot of stuff that I'm just happy that I'm progressing with, and uh, you know my primary, my cardiologist, and other things are working you know, it, it, it's, it's, we're gaining traction and that's all you can do. This is a process. And that's something I have to remind myself of daily that this isn't, it didn't take this, it didn't take this quick to fuck my heart up and to fuck my body up. It took time. So it's going to take time to reverse my heart and reverse my overall health. And that's the number one thing, whatever you're trying to do. If it took that, if it took that much time to get it, it's going to take that much time to undo it. So just, yo, we in Philly, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Sixers fan. Trust the fucking process. That's really what the fuck it's about. Um, so I'm over 65%. God is good. Prayer. Prayer stepped up. Shout out to my man Hank showing up at the fucking hospital. Niggas want to pray over you and start crying and getting gay and shit. Fuck, man, I ain't had no time for that shit. 
wasn't trying to hear all that, man, but I appreciate it. Uh, shout out to my man, Lord Lightskin. Shout out to Dot. Shout out to fucking Dr. Lord hitting me up, checking in. Uh, one, of, one, of the, one of the thoroughest black men I've ever met. I've ever fucking met in my life. Uh, just what he's doing. Shout out to Sarah and everything else they got going on. I want to say they're expecting a child. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but whatever. Shout out to them and what they're about to uh, uh, step into, uh, and rightfully so, and well-deserving or whatever. But I appreciate all the, the, the people in my circle. I appreciate everybody checking in and, and tapping in on your boy because uh, I be on my fucking super-duper, extra super villain, leave me alone, introverted, the Grinch that stole Christmas and shit, buy a humbug on you niggas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what the fuck was boy named? Uh, Cliff Scrooge out this motherfucker. That's who I was this year. Bye, humbug. Fuck Christmas. Yo, Christmas just came and went for your boy. Like, <laughs> I wasn't even phased by that shit. Like, it wasn't even fucking phased. And that's how you know you're getting older and just dang, your priorities shift and things just go. Like, I don't have kids. I don't have a technical girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? I got, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It ain't bad for your boy, but I don't got just one. And, you know, the focus is just different. So Christmas just came and fucking went. And I was talking about this, too. I I definitely was in my prayers because this is the first Christmas. This is the first year uh, my father doesn't have his mom and his sister. So, you know, like I said, my grandma and my aunt had passed literally like within weeks of each other. Uh, cancer and just old age and Alzheimer's and just medical shit that we have yet to conquer um, as a fucking society. So it's a lot of stuff that keeps me grounded and keeps me level. Speaking of that, I got to get up to my grandmom's plot and just go check her out and talk with her, man. Um, yeah, that's just, that's where it is. 65% feeling good, feeling great. Uh, I want to try to tie into one of my first points now with the mental health. And this is my first long rant of 2023 and uh like to hear it here it go motherfuckers uh for me i want black men in the year 2023 and going forward to just be on some super thorough shit right like i mean that shit with my whole fucking heart i mean that shit with my soul i want us as a fucking unit kevin hart said that shit i want us as a unit to be looking a certain way and it's going to be black men first, then men second. I can't speak to the plight or I can't speak to the plight of non a non-person of color or a white man as if there is a plight to being a white man, a whole nother conversation, but whatever. Um, there is a plight for us. And I'm going to tie into something that my sister let me know or made me aware of and it fucked me up when I was in there. And that's where I was having like a moment of Yo, your boy got a little uh, shook inside the hospital. Uh, so black men, we're under attack. <laughs> and as you get older, the naivety starts to lessen and settle to where you are who you are. You, you understand who you are and what your place is in this world because you move a certain way. So things become more noticeable. Things, things become very apparent. And black men were under fucking attack if it's not from the music, if it's not from other cultures, if it's not from medicine, if it's not from the food, we if it's not from other women and other cultures, we're under fucking attack. And the reason why I'm starting off with this was 
Uh, I went into the hospital on a Tuesday night. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to be in the hospital for like two days. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I didn't leave the hospital. It's like a Saturday. So literally uh, Thursday, no, Wednesday fucking morning. Wednesday morning, I get like this doctor just walk in, and it's the same doctor that I dealt with at Holy Redeemer that actually had me thinking one way, like, all right, maybe this is what I got to do or what we have to do to make sure, you know what I'm saying, shit is cool or, you know, uh, this is what I got to do. And it was anything but that. This fucking guy just comes into my fucking room every time I'm in this fucking hospital, every fucking time, every fucking time. And it's, he's so reassuring just about like, hey, hey, how you doing, Cliff? You know, you know my name. I'm not giving you a real name, but you know, hey, Cliff, how's everything? All right, well, you know, you're back. You know, you just had this issue in November and here we are. It's January. You know, we got to We got to get your defibrillator. We got to. We got to open you up and put some things inside and we got to do this and do that. And I'm just looking at him seven o'clock in the fucking morning. Like, damn, I might, I might have to, y'all might have to crack my fucking chest open and put this fucking thing in there. Damn, damn, this, damn. Is this, this, is this what the fuck? Damn, this shit got real. And he's looking at me, he's reassuring. And some, something in the back of my head, like, Nah, baby, the math ain't mathing with this one, champ. It's just not mathing. And when he walked out, he was just like, here's the card. Give me a call. Give my assistant a call so we can get everything taken care of. We'll get you scheduled. I'll get in there. We'll do what we got to do, and we'll get you out. And he made it seem so fucking, like, minuscule and so small. Yeah, I'm just going to crack your fucking chest open, put some pieces in there, open some valves up, lickety split, you're good to go, nigger. You'll be good. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, wait, no, that's a lot to digest and process, white man, who I've never met in my life until I've come here. And you're just so reassuring of cracking my chest open and fucking with my innards. Word. Okay. (laughs) And it sat on me for a while, and it just started to rub me wrong because... Uh, yeah, at the end of the conversation, I said, well, hey, you know, that's something I'll go over with my primary and my cardiologist. And the audacity, shout out to TRPE. Uh, if you listen to them on their Patreon, there's they have a segment, the audacity of Caucasian men. Um, I would call it high. <laughs> I would call it high levels of caucasity. Um, this doctor just looked at me. And once I said, hey, it's something I want to discuss with my family And, you know, my cardiologist and my primary, you know, we'll get back to you. He just was so dismissive and so just, like, nasty. It's so pretentious. There you go. Hitting you niggas with the big words, bitches. Pretentious. Google that shit. Uh, Pretentious. It just rubbed me wrong to where this fucking ball bag, well, you know, your, your cardiologist, where did he practice or how long has he practiced? Where did he go for residency? He started asking, like, trying to quantify who my cardiologist was as if he's the epitome of fucking, like, cardiology and heart health. And that's something that they do to try to trick you to make you think as though that they are the almighty. And that's something you have to watch to where my sister, and shout out to G, man. Shout out to my brother, Rob. And G says some gangster ass shit to me. I'm on the phone. I was having a moment with her. I'm like, yo, sis, I'm a little shook. This motherfucker's talking this crazy shit. I don't know. And she's like, no, 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 no. What did he say? And I told her. And she's like, no, fuck no. This is the same guy that said this, right? And I was like, damn, you're right. 
She's like, no, fuck him. You got to get out of there. And I'm like, why you say that? She's like, this is a practice that happens in fucking hospitals everywhere that these, I forgot what their, uh, their title is inside the hospital, but they're the main doctor in a certain department or uh, a floor or whatever you want to call it or case. Um, and that's their job. They literally will, they look at the charts, they see who has good insurance and they want to come in and they want to profile things. They like to profile who you are. And what he did with me in November, he came in. I was high, high as giraffe pussy when, he, when we met. So I wasn't like at 100%. And he picked up on that and the conversation we had. I don't remember. But I gave too much information to him. And he took it and played on my insecurities and my uh, lack of information in what was going on with me at the time. And that's what they do. And he was just so dismissive. Because I have a, so I have a black primary and a black cardiologist. That matters to me as far as representation and uh, communication and other things. But that's just me. What I eat, it ain't going to make you shit. And I need people to understand that. Um, that's something I'll bring into the show too towards the end of it about like my struggles with the show, direction, things of that nature. But that means something. Having someone, having a black dentist, having a black primary, having black cardiologists, having someone that looks like me and talks like me and understands my concerns and my thought processes means a lot to me. But whatever. Um, it was just nasty. And it was just typical arrogant white, just white arrogance at its finest. And this shit was nasty. And when I told her that, she was like, nope, they do that. And they don't give a fuck about you. Speaking about the doctor, they will come in, cut your leg off, do some type of high-risk fucking surgery or evasive fucking surgery, fuck you up and not give a fuck because they have their insurance. They got the malpractice insurance. They don't give a fuck. That's how they, that's how they quantify their salaries. That's how they quantify their positions and their pay raises. That's how they advocate for these, med, uh, these medications and this new technology and things of that nature. They come in, these, these doctors come in, profile you, and play on your insecurities and your lack of information and get you to sign off. And they don't give a fuck about you. So if you ever have to go to a hospital, a procedure, anything, if it's dire straits where you need that shit, it's just going to happen. It ain't going to be no conversation like, hey, Cliff, uh, we're thinking this. No, nigga, your heart just dropped for about two minutes. We got to crack your shit open. We're going to put you to sleep. We'll see you in a few hours, and then we'll tell you what we did. Night-night, nigga. And that's just what the fuck going to happen. Like, if it needs to happen, they're going to do it to save your life. But seven out of ten times, if there's a conversation that can be had, you're scheduling your surgeries. You're scheduling procedures through weeks, months, things of that nature, because these things are all, I don't say time-sensitive, but they're controlled. And that's just, that's some real shit. And... It was just nasty seeing like this white doctor just come in thinking I'm some fucking dickhead off the street that don't know nothing. And again, shout out to my sister. She had slapping it. Pop, pop. You know the fuck you are, nigga? Like, yo, yo, step back into your shit. Step back into your J. Because you're my older brother and you acting real little brother. Shout out to little brother, North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ninth Wonder, Fonte. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else, shout out to them. But like, this ain't that. Who, who the fuck am I talking to? And I was like, damn, you right, sis. And, and uh, he came back in the next day 
And I told him about himself because I made sure I went to bed. I went to bed early the night before, turned the TV off, you know, had the window open. I was up because it's like, you're not going to come in and just play off the la- my lack of dopamine, serotonin, and all the shit jumping off. No, doc. What's up? Let's talk. You know what I'm saying? And I explained that to him, and he kind of took offense, and I called my primary and let him know. And then, like, you know, uh, my primary and him got into an argument, or sorry, they had a heated conversation about opinions and practices and just what's ethical and what's not ethical. And don't you know, this motherfucker came back and apologized, looked at me, and it's just like, we're past that point, man. We're past that point. And it's okay. I'm, I'm adult enough to understand it's not personal. This is just business. This is how, this is why you're able to walk around with a Rolex on when you come to see fucking patients because of what you do. And you've worked hard. And that's something else that people got to realize with doctors. Doctors aren't end all be all. They're not like the, 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 the highest level of education in know all. They're fucking dense. I was damn near engaged to an OBGYN, black woman, everything else, smart as shit. But there were just certain things I would look and be like, how the fuck don't you know that? And then when you sit down and drink and you get behind closed doors with doctors and it's like, you niggas dumb. Huh? Oh, you're really good at one specific skill set. You're really good at this skill set. Anything outside this, interesting. <laughs> Hitting you with the Chinese supervillain laugh. <laughs> uh, that's the title for the show. Uh, super villain origin story. You hear, you hear fucking Google trying to fucking play? I need to un- I need to like unplug it because she's gonna play some music. I don't want the fucking music to go. Um, but it's Chinese. It's it's gonna be my. It, the title of this show is gonna be Super Villain Origin Story because this is who I am. Like all this trying to be careful and making motherfuckers feel comfortable, and I want people to listen. Look, man, fuck you. If you don't like what I say, it's not for you. I'm an '80s baby. I grew up in a certain era where you could say things. It was it was okay to be uncomfortable. Everybody ain't supposed to like you. That's the thing. Everybody's not supposed to like you. We live in this generation where everybody wants to be liked and everybody wants to go along to get along. I'm not on that type time no more. I'm just not. You know what I'm saying? So if what I'm saying ain't for you, yo, unsubscribe, delete anything, whatever. Unfollow. Do what you got to do respectfully. I appreciate you, but. Everybody can't go. And that's what I'm stepping into right now. I'm stepping into supervillain mode. Um, so having that being said, that's why I said, that's why I prefaced this tangent about we are under attack. Um, something happened this morning uh, just on social media. Um, I was reading reading a couple chapters in a book, and, you know, I jumped on social media to see what the fuck's going on. Um uh, yeah, just what's going on in the world and how things are playing out. And for some reason, I actually came on this uh, page. I'm not going to shout. I'm not going to say the guy's name or whatever, but a certain blogger, he put up this young lady and it, it, it put up a young lady who's a producer. And as you know, I'm not, I'm not into drill music. I don't like trap music. I'm not into like what everybody thinks is hot. I think this is the poorest quality of music we've had in, quite some fucking time. This is poor quality. Is it low frequency or high frequency? Whatever is the negative frequency, that's what it is. Like, this, it's just not good music. All this shit. And I was doing my, just doing my Googles with her, just trying to see who the fuck she is and what's going on and come to find out she's a producer that makes 
drill music. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I don't, I don't care that I don't care that she's a woman. I don't care that you're a white girl. But this is why I say we're under attack. And this is bigger than her. This is way bigger than her. So the focus isn't going to be on her and what she does profession, how she feeds herself. She's like, she has to be 22, 23. She graduated from college in Milwaukee, like middle America, salt of the earth, that type of time. And she's made beats for fucking King Von. She's made beats for Little Dirk and other stuff. And it's just like, wait, you're making music that these kids in Chicago are smoking each other over to and glorifying this shit. But one of her, and I'm going to make this one short with her and just get back into the attacking of other things. But one of her videos she had made, oh, this was so fun making this beat and watching Dirk bring this to realization was just a highlight of my career. And that shit bothered me because it's like, you're in fucking Calabasas, California, overlooking the ocean, making dark, melancholy fucking music that the inner city and the urban city or the urban part of the world is smoking shit too. And you're saying this was fun making. There's no correlation. You don't have a pulse. You don't live in the culture. It's deeper than her. I understand that. This is why we talk about the systemic stuff and how we're under attack. But that was one thing that was like, yo, we fucking under attack. That little girl don't realize what the fuck she doing. I'm watching her the videos with the fake, like she's doing the hand gestures with the gang signs and the guns and shit. And it's like, you don't. We're under attack because we are the shit. Period. I don't know how else to put that shit. I don't know how else to kick that shit. We. Black folk, people of color, us. Shout out to fucking We Are The Culture Clothing. Yo, I got to get with y'all, man. Send your boys something. I got to get y'all on the podcast. Send your boys some shit. Lutter fucking clothes, man. But we are the culture. What we say, that's the shit. What we do, that's the shit. What we eat, that's the shit. What we listen to, that's the shit. It's so bad on social media that if young black and brown kids aren't doing dances and challenges, the world don't know what the fuck to do because they can't create, they don't have enough sauce to create their own shit. It's crazy, like, it's crazy how that works out where these poor kids or these kids in, 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 in urban America go and create the dopest shit in the world, the dances, everything, dope-ass shit, no nothing, no notoriety, nothing. But then Becky and Kate go and literally take the whole fucking thing, dick eat it, bite it, copy it, remix it, whatever you want it, and put it on their page. Millions of fucking people, views, subscribers, they wind up on fucking Ellen, monetizing partnerships, brands, things like that. But that's a whole nother conversation. Again, we are under fucking attack. And this is what I want for us, black men, men, second. Whatever dream you got, man, hold on to that shit. Work on that shit. You know why? Because it's going to be you. It could be you too, maybe even you, but it's going to fucking happen. Here's the thing that we don't understand and we don't want to put that extra work in. And I, and, I, and I deal with this from time to time. You're going to have to sacrifice a lot. A lot. You might have to sacrifice friendship. You might have to sacrifice family. But those sacrifices are made in order to get you where you got to go.
that's just how it is. Dryer jumping off and shit. You know, nigga got a washer and dryer. You know, you know what I'm saying? But those sacrifices are needed to get you where you have to go. Anybody that's worked hard to have a meager amount of success or the excessive amount of success are very, very disciplined people and they understand what sacrifice is. That word sacrifice and discipline, they go hand in hand. They just do. You know what I'm saying? They just fucking do. Whatever you have going on, your predicament, whatever you have going on in your life, if it's negative, that's just a season. That's just a small time in your life. You got to work through this shit. If you, I don't know if this person might actually help you because I subscribe to a different type of um, uh, affirmation or reinforcement. There's a, there's a motivational speaker who's a man, he's a black man, man of color, named David Goggins. If you have the same type of threshold for that affirmation or that, uh, yeah, that affirmation, you should look him up. He's on Instagram, David Goggins. That motherfucker will have you ready to run through a fucking wall. Like, Big time fucking wall. You know what I'm saying? He just fucking will. And that's, you know what I'm saying? That's what, that's for me. That's what I use. And that's that's who I am. Um, whatever you have going on, that's what you got to figure out. Hold on to it. Never let that bitch go because you know what? The sooner, you didn't work so hard and put so much fucking time into what the fuck you want to do if you decide to give up, you work fucking closer to achieving this shit than just giving up. You just can't see what the fuck you were looking at. That's the beautiful thing about life. That's the game, the higher being. I don't know if you believe in God or whatever, but you have a higher being. That's the game the higher being plays with you. They'll play with your fucking mind because they want to test how disciplined you are. How bad do you fucking want it? And if you want it, you're going to sacrifice. There's going to be days where you can't sleep. It's going to be days you don't eat. It's going to be days you're not going to give 100% at your job. It's going to be days you might got to talk to a couple of your ladies. Get with them. I can't step out. I got to put the PS down. I can't watch the birds this weekend. Like right now, I didn't want to record. I didn't want to record because I wasn't feeling confident. And then something was like, no, nah, fuck that. Get this shit done. I'm a lot closer to something than where I was three months ago. A lot closer, and that's and that's the that's the beautiful part about this, man. That is the beautiful part about that. And if you don't get that, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I really, really don't know what the fuck to tell you. You know what I'm saying? And that's where we have to do better as men. You know what I'm saying? We set the tone. A lot of this shit is based off of us and what we're doing. You... Look, like I said, you might not like what the fuck I'm about to say, but whatever, man, it is what it is. You wonder why things are the way that they are. You wonder why things are fickle and things are just out of place. Things are out of place because we out of fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Men running around doing some real random weird ass shit. That's why shit is fucked up. Because we out of place. If we're in place and we're on our pivot, we on our fucking square, shit moves, shit goes. That's not what's going on right now. That's not what the fuck is going on. And I don't give a fuck what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Get your shit. Get it together. Get in your purpose. Have an abundance mindset. Understand whatever the fuck you got going on ain't going to stop me. Period. What else? What I also want for us, for black men, and what I want for men, period, 
I want us to stay safe, man. We got to stop putting ourselves in these crazy fucking situations. Every time I look up or I turn the TV on, which I very seldom do, I don't watch. If you know me, I don't watch a lot of TV, believe it or not. I just don't consume TV because it's nothing, there's nothing conducive on television for me. Um, but men in this everlasting search, I get it. We're hunters. We're gatherers. We have, there's, there's, there's this uh, craving to go conquer and to do things and to want pussy and to go do this. Stop putting ourselves in these fucking dumbass positions for some cheeks. I don't even try and talk about the little, little weirdo from fucking Canada that's shooting six foot bitches in the foot. I don't even want to talk about him, but he was chasing pussy. The nigga was trying to trying to run down on Jenner, Kylie Jenner, the one the one that's got the super body, no, the super face and everything. Whatever, she got the baby with Travis Scott. He was trying to run down on her, but he was already fucking Meg and fucking her friend. So you already had two joints in the Duffy. You had two yams inside the kitchen ready to get mashed. But niggas, niggas, men, we get greedy. We want all the yams to be us. That's my yam. I want that. Instead of the, instead of him just playing the law averages, I actually got two nice little young mains for me. And it's not even on that. It's, it's on that type of time. It ain't about shit. Cool. I can run down when I want to run down. Cool. But the nigga got greedy. And take a look at what, what's going on with him. That little nigga might be finished. And rightfully so. You out here shooting women in the fucking feet, you fucking weirdo. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot that goes, and I wasn't trying to talk about that little weirdo. But, you know, that's the case where I'm saying about us as men. We not, we're not in position. We not in position, putting ourselves in, in these predicaments. Like I'm at this point, I can't, I can't drink because of what I have going on with health. But I know that if I was somewhat healthy and I could drink and I could go out and do some other things, I'm not drinking after midnight. I'm not going to be in bars after midnight or one o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to be in certain settings after midnight because you know what the fuck go on at these fucking places. You know what I'm saying? What's the what's the word? What I, I say something. I always say, you play stupid games, you're gonna win some fucking stupid prizes. And and us as men, black men, niggas, we get all fucked up and we get all discombobulated when you wonder why, damn, he got smoked. I wonder why he got smoked. The nigga was in a hole in the wall, fucking ducky boy, fucking lounge, one way in, one way out with a bunch of wolves. Chasing pussy. And then you wonder why the nigga stepped to him and did what they did. Because he's chasing pussy. Or niggas is in strip clubs by themselves getting lined up from other niggas. Or niggas is out here moving and shaking, not thorough. Then you wonder why the chick wants to show up at your crib or show up at your job or fuck your car up. Or just do some, just do something super, I, don't, I hate to say emotional, just do something out of, that's irrational. You know what I'm saying? You wonder why. You wonder why you call her fucking crazy. No, she's crazy because you clicked the button in her. You stop being consistent. You stop moving thorough. You know what I'm saying? This shit's not worth it. It's not worth it because society's showing you. They don't give a fuck about us. From this feminine bullshit movement that's going on in the fucking world to 
the alphabet fucking people coming and talking they shit and trying to eradicate men to fucking BLM trying to eradicate brown men and black men. They don't give a fuck about us. So you know what we do? We fucking counter the fucking system. We counter the fucking matrix and start moving fucking thorough. Don't put yourself in those predicaments. Don't put yourself in those situations. If you're not in a situation, ain't shit gonna happen. If you move in thorough, you doing what you gotta do. I'm not saying be perfect, because ain't nobody fucking perfect. And I'm not, and ho, and I'm not knocking nobody. I'm not saying you're a bad person if that's what you choose to do. Just be accountable for your actions. That's what being a man is about. There's repercussions to every, for every action is a fucking, there is a repercussion. You got to be accountable for that. I had a heart attack. I fucked my body up. That was through me, through my choices and what I chose to do to my body. Was no, the white man did this and the bitches, they did that to me. No, I chose to go out and get fucked up. I chose to go out and drink every night and not sleep and take care of, and not take care of my body as I got older. I have to be accountable for that. I can't look nobody else and say, oh, they fucked me up or that did this. That's the problem. Everybody's a fucking victim. And that's the thing, man. Men, we playing fucking victims. When the fuck did that shit become cool? We playing fucking victim out here and then you wonder why women are walking around with fucking masculine energy and all that weird shit. Because men, men are playing fucking victims and men ain't being men. And I don't give a fuck you call it toxic, lick nuts. That's the problem. And if, if what I'm saying offends you and you don't like it, my nuts you can lick because I'm talking about you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck no more. I want to see thorough niggas win. I want to see us win. I want to see us get shit back together, man. Shit ain't right. It's just not fucking right. And I'm not with all that, man. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. I hate to see that shit, man. I hate just just for some fucking cheeks. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to fucking live. I'm trying to live and be like my grandpa age. My grandpa 92. I'm not saying he's the best quality of life, but the nigga wakes up every day. You know what I'm saying? And and is able to 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 go out and appreciate just being here. That's something I think that's resonated more with me as I've gotten older. Just waking up is the shit. Waking up sober, waking up not having a bad decision, naked, and looking for condoms. Damn, I used a rubber last night, that type of time. That's not it. Waking up and going out and breathing that fucking air. That's the move, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the fucking move. It just is. That's all. I want to see us put better business deals together. I want to see, I just want to see us win. I know I'm getting long-winded and I'm starting to lose a little uh favor or traction with it, but that's really what it is. And I need that. I need for motherfuckers to really understand that shit, man. Get on your shit. It's not worth it. It's not worth it, man. They not. Society is showing us slowly but fucking surely. Men, we don't give a fuck about you. We don't care about you. You have preferences, you're toxic. You're a misogynist. You have preferences. We're not doing all that, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We not. It, yo, it's cool going home and going to fuck to sleep. It's cool going home and jumping on PlayStation. It's cool. 
you pay a mortgage or two or three or you pay rent. You pay your utilities on time. Go in the fucking crib, man. Write some shit down. Hit your niggas up. Get a, get a, get a case of Modelo. Sit down. Talk. That shit is cool, man. Going out and doing that other shit, that ain't it. We not on that no more, man. We out here moving real thorough. And that's that's where I'm at with it, man. That's where I'm at. We under attack. Understand we under attack. We've been under attack. I realize that. But I'm talking from my perspective and what just is resonating with me and what I'm seeing. So that's why I'm bringing this to the table and what what how I'm bringing it to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is for me. So, niggas, get, 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 get your shit together. Please. You know what I'm saying? We'll be in a way better fucking place. Way better fucking place. And that's where the fuck we are, man. Get the fucking gloves on and start throwing some punches back. Because all they doing is just punching on us and we ain't doing shit. But those days is over. The day Geechee's upon us. If you ever watch Martin, that's my fucking episode. The, uh, that traffic ticket, John. <laughs> GTD. What's GTD? I got the draws. Oh, he got the draws. He got the draws, y'all. Yo, I love fucking Martin, man. God damn. That shit's on HBO Max and I own that shit on DVD. Fucking hype. Yo, I still haven't watched the reunion episode, too. Um, I got to get on that. I might watch that tonight when I finish editing this, maybe. I don't know. I'll get on that or whatever. Uh, but that's my first topic of uh, 2023, and I want us to win. W-I-N, bitches. Uh, second, second, second little topic, something else I want to talk about is uh, Iggy Azalea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, her. She's in the news, tabloids, social media, uh, blogs, whatever. So Iggy Azalea is actually, she's actually started it already. But when I had heard about it, she had just made it public that she wants to do OnlyFans. <sighs> oh, my, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> she came in as a hippity hop astronomical, philosophical, biblical, all these words and shit. Niggas wasn't trying to hear that shit. You whack. You was whack then, you whack now. You know what I'm saying? That's the one That's the one thing. I love that quote from the fucking boondocks where Raleigh was like, real recognized real and you looking real unfamiliar. And like, they tried to pass. This is going to sound fucked up. All right, whatever. I don't give a fuck. This is going to sound fucked up. Normally what they do with like the white... Artists and people, I said artists, not rap artists, hip hop artists, but white artists. They try to push them into hip hop first because they are, because they have a talent. They're able to sing. They can write. They can dance. They can do. They're multifaceted, which is fucking dope. But they tried to push her off on hip hop and be like, fancy's the shit. We're going to get all the black girls singing. I'm fancy. And all that weird shit. And that shit was all right. Everything else fucking bombed. She's so untalented that she had no other skill set. She can't sing. She can't dance. So what are we going to do? We just going to give her a fake butt or we're going to keep building up this image of what they think beauty is and they kept trying to remix it and repackage it and repackage it and repackage. And the fucked up part is she thought that she was killing it as an MC. Like, I got bars, y'all. What? Y'all going to hear these bars. You're going to hear all these bars. All you... All this, you getting all this work. And just motherfuckers wasn't receptive. 
The ironic part about the OnlyFans and her accepting to do OnlyFans is four or five years ago, Bang Brothers offered her like a mil or two mil just to, to do a scene? Man, look. Look. Kim Kardashian is a billionaire because she positioned herself off of a fucking sex tape. I'm not, look, I, I'm not a woman. I can't speak on no woman's coochie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they offered you a mill or two just to do a scene. You should have took that money four or five years ago, invested and been fucking good. Now, I'm not saying that OnlyFans isn't fucking equitable. It's not profitable. I'm not saying that. But it's, it's, there's a correlation here. You took yourself too fucking serious years ago. No, I'm an artist. I'm a rapper. You're going to get these bars, fill these bars. But if you went on her Instagram page, there was nothing on her Instagram page that was like, I'm a rapper. Like, I'm nice with it. You know what we saw? I saw her with fucking Hello Kitty, like, toys in, like, lace panties in very, very, very provocative stances and other things. And I was with it because I look, look, I'm a man. I'm a man first. So I look, she's not. You know, she all right to me. She all right. She, it's, it's okay on the eyes. I'm not really jumping or going. I'm not going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I wouldn't wife her. You know what I'm saying? But would I take it down one time? Two times, three times? Yeah, I take it down. Real shit. But if you went on her page, her page just exuded sexuality and what's the promis- promiscuity. So... Is it apropos? I'm you trying, yo. I'm hitting you niggas with all the big ass words. But the irony is, is that she's doing subscription services for OnlyFans, and I hope it works for her. If it's more than a dub, yeah, I'm out. I'll be on Reddit. I'll I'll be in the deepest, darkest bowels of the fucking dark webs, looking at Iggy's butt cheeks clap because <laughs> I ain't paying for it. Now, you know, I will say this about OnlyFans, and I'm gonna keep it funky. I don't knock motherfuckers that do OnlyFans. I don't knock motherfuckers that pay. I am a frugal OnlyFans subscriber. I, at this point, have two subscriptions. Won't say their names, but they are under $10. You can get that from me a month. That's a that's that's gas. That's a burger. That's What, what, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? Uh, yo, chicken noodle soup and some rice. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm going to have. That's That equates to that. That's that's how I that's how I rationalize my horn, my horniness. Like, can I fit this into my everyday? Does it fall in the everyday budget? Does my horny, does my horny fall into my everyday? It does. All right, let's get it. Let's let's keep this horny on reference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have two. And I, you know what I'm saying? And here's the crazy part. I'll probably check them, I'll say five times a month. You know what I'm saying? Just to see if it's new content. All right, cool. Have my little moment, boom, and I'm out of there. I'm not looking, and this in the third, but with Egg, it's just like, yo, uh, you know, you were talking all this fly shit, and now all of a sudden you're doing it, and which leads into the next point, yo, her first night, how much money did she fucking make? She made $307,000. So, look, this might be profitable for the young lady. You hot right now? Yo, that's $600,000 off of what you had to do for a scene a couple years ago. You know, and here and here's the okie doke with OnlyFans. Here's the lore. So women, don't get all pissed off at your boyfriends or your dudes or your husband. They got an OnlyFans. OnlyFans is low-key Playboy content. It's very rare you get joints that get their cheeks clapped and they giving out the gawk gawk 5,000s and the cream pies and the facials and anal butt play and all that weird shit. It's very, it's very rare you get them. And also when you do get those, it's like a pay-to-play thing. 
So they'll drop the content, but you're paying 20 bucks a month. But if you want to see this fucking half an hour session where, you know, Jimmy Too Tall with the fucking tree, with the fucking elephant trunk claps my cheeks up, it's a hundred bucks. And think about that. You get a hundred motherfuckers spend a hundred bucks. I mean, it's, there are ways to make fucking bread off it. And I don't knock nobody hustle. Nobody's. But most of the time with OnlyFans, it's just, it's probably a little more uh, revealing pics than what you can put on Instagram. I mean, tw- Twitter's still the wild, wild west with like titties and the other shit, but that's all it is. So probably with Iggy Azalea, she probably gassed thirsty ass niggas. I bet you this shit is like 25 or 50 bucks. And it's just more suggestive pictures of her licking lollipops or arching her back or doing something with like weights or in a pool. It's some shit you can just go see. Like, I'm good. But she made $307,000. Get your bag, boop. I'm not mad at you. Get that motherfucking money. Just don't go for the okie doke, fellas. Ladies, ease up on niggas with OnlyFans. Get off that shit. Now, if, if the niggas looking at, you know, the, 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 the other shit on OnlyFans, yeah, then you got a problem. But if he's just checking regular joints, Instagram joints, models, stuff like that, watch that shit with him. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. Every man, like, for me, you know what I love? You know, all right, you can tap into the to the, the inner horny of Cliff. Oh, I wish I had fucking, uh, what do I have? Hold on, hold on. Do I have anything here? What? Yeah. Tap into the inner horny of Cliff. <laughs> The shit for me and what I like is I'm a big lace dude. Like, it's something about fucking lace and glasses. Uh, either like a earth tone lace or like a black lace and like uh, stilettos. Yeah, stocking stilettos, lace, and glasses. Man, look. Fuck you on, girl. <laughs> what credit card you need? Yo, <laughs> everybody got a price and that shit is fucked up. But that that's that is what I like. That's what I like. And that's what I'm into. So for me, if I see that, all hands on deck, I'm paying attention to that motherfucker. Uh, but that's, you know, watch that shit with your dude. Get some ideas. Spice it up. That's the problem. That's why that nigga ain't trying to do the shit he doing in his mind with you because the shit is dry. You just lay there. What do they call it? A pillow biter? A pillow muncher? You just lay there and shit. No, no. Role play. Spice that shit up. Yo, it's 2023. Get a fucking rose and get that. Yo, they got a fucking drink that hits niggas with the gawk gawk. I don't give a fuck. I would try that shit like once or twice if my shorty had a toy too. I'm all about toys and doing that shit in the bedroom. I'm all about that. You know what I'm saying? Fuck with it. See what it is. But again, Iggy Azalea, $307,000 opening night. (laughs) That don't sound like an L. That sounds like a W to me. I hope that she can maintain it. I hope it's sustainable for her. And I hope that her uh, inner loins don't look like roast beef curtains at the end of her run. I hope that she's able to sustain everything and that niggas do not get uh, whatchamacallit. Shout out to fucking D'Angelo Russell for fucking that up with my man Nick Young. You should do your Googles on that. That story, I still don't like D'Angelo Russell for that. And that nigga's like probably a whole grown-ass man with kids and shit. But that was still one of the most sucker, sucker-ass type shits I've ever seen jump off online or social media where with that. 
fucking humorous at this point now, but it was some sucker ass shit. And I can't, I can't get jiggy with that, man. Can't get jiggy, not gonna get jiggy with that at fucking all. Um, next topic or next thing I want to bring into or run into is gonna be. Uh, I don't know where you've been. Yeah, I got two more topics. I don't know where you guys have been or if you've been under a fucking rock, but the national championship for college football came and it went, and that shit was a motherfucking shit show. Shit was actually pretty dope because you knew what the fuck was going to happen. Um, I'm okay with what's going on because now you're seeing that there is no parity. You are seeing powerhouses versus regular schools. And what we had, I am, I am in favor for the college football playoffs. I'm all about it. If you can maintain your business all season long and you go undefeated or you lose one game and you step into the matchup that propels you into the college football and you take care of your business, yo, man, go play. Now, what might happen as a direct result of this might not be in your, might not be uh, for you, but it happened. And uh, what we got was the University of Georgia versus TCU, Texas Christian. Uh, the What are they called? The Leapfrogs or Horn Frogs? Shout out to Danian Thompson. One of the greatest runners backs ever came out of there. Um, and I, I believe it was 65-7. <laughs> Yo, I forgot where I was. I was out that night, and I stuck my head in somewhere, and it was like 23-7. I'm like, ah, this shit's getting ugly, but... 23-7 ain't bad. It's the first half. It's not bad, but wait, it's Georgia. These motherfuckers got horses. Like, Georgia is so fucking good and dominant that I, I, I'd like to say that they had off their defense, like two or three defensive linemen, uh, a couple of cornerbacks and other things that all went in the first fucking round. You know what I'm saying? Their defense this year has the same amount of first-rounders or more that are guaranteed studs. That's how good fucking Georgia is. TCU, I mean, cool story. Couldn't tell you anything. You know what I know? Yeah, the one thing that I do know about TCU that's like a random tidbit is that they have an unaffiliated mascot called like the Hazy Frog that the coach wore a tie-dye frog or toad. And it's dope as fuck because Nike just made one. I want to say they made like a sample or two and a couple of uh, coaches had it. And it's a dope look. If you can find the right sneaks and the right colorway to go with it, it's some dope shit. And it's, if you can find it, you're going to pay top dollar, but it's only like in that specific area you can find it. That's the only thing in Ladanian Tomlinson. It's fucked up. But that's all I can think of for TCU that jumps right off at the radar for me. And the score was 65 fucking seven. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because there was a post game. Was it po was it pregame or was it a halftime speech? I forgot. But it was a speech where the coach, his name is Kirby Smart, who, look, I'm, again, I'm an 80s baby. Play football, high level. Uh, I've seen people get paralyzed. I've seen people break their legs. I've seen people been put to sleep. I've seen broken ribs. I've seen all types of shit. I saw... I saw one of my teammates take a shit in Radnor. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm saying his name. Shout out to Billy O'Meara. Billy O'Meara took a shit inside of Radnor High School's bathroom in a sink. Yo, 
It, yo, it's you can't make this shit up. But if you played ball, you get it. You've seen it. You know what I'm saying? And his speech, for me, got me ready to go put on some fucking cleats, a helmet, and some pads, and I'm ready to go fuck somebody up. Man, you know, that's Cap. I'm 40 years old. I'd probably have a fucking panic attack if I put a helmet on right now. I'm shit. I'm claustrophobic. I can't take fast movements. My peripherals starting to fucking suck. My read and react is ass. Like I, I'm watched when it comes to that. But the speech was fucking phenomenal for me. I love the fucking speech. That's what that's what I heard. And he's get he received a lot of uh, guff and other shit because people thought that it was destructive. They thought it was volatile, toxic. And all the other bullshit that I was just telling you about what they don't want from men. You are playing football at the highest level. Division one, the national championship. These are a fucking, uh, uh, these are fucking, I hate using that word alpha, not alpha. These are type A personality young men. They will fucking kill you. Like that's what the fuck they do. You don't you don't make it that high pussyfooting and being nice, shaking hands and kissing babies and and sunshine and rainbows. It just doesn't happen. Most of those guys that do that get there and it doesn't work out for them. People got to understand that you play football. You got some screws loose in the top of your fucking head, whether big screws, small screws, motherfuckers come loose every now and then. You got to put them bitches back in. So I'm trying to find the speech. I think I have it right here. I'm going to play the fucking speech, and I want people to hear. Again, if you've played sports, what he's saying, this shit should have you ready to fuck somebody up or just look at somebody. Same thing with Brian Dawkins. That's why I love Brian Dawkins. You ever watch him, and he's doing that fucking pregame fucking talk with the cornerbacks, that defensive backfield? Man, if you don't get tears in your eyes, I don't know what the fuck to tell you at all. I'm going to try to play the speech and just see what the fuck y'all think. I might have to rewind it, but I want y'all to hear this because it's – this is fucking gold. This is what the fuck is about. This is what the sacrifice is about. This is what I talked about earlier. Sacrifice. I love football because it, 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 bonds, it bonds young men. You're out in 100 degree weather, landing on the fucking field for your teammate, for your coaches, for the franchise, for your fucking high school, for your alma mater, your university. You're laying it out there. No one else is out there but y'all. I know that I can lean on you because you were out here with me. You were working out with me. We were doing, yo, we, we, blood of blood, bro, I'm here. I'm going to pick you up. I got you. It's a beautiful fucking thing. That's what makes this speech so impactful. And if you don't get that, man, look. By the time, probably I'll say before, I'll say before I turn fucking 50, football is going to be flag fucking football. So uh, check this out. Take a, take a listen to what Kirby Smart said. It's either pregame or halftime speech. I think this is one of the most beautiful fucking speeches I could have heard. I think that I'm glad that he, I'm glad this was fucking leaked because this is what excellence, this is where excellence comes from. You want to drink from that cup? You want to be great? You want to be remembered? If you ever saw Troy and you want your name to be remembered, this is what the fuck it takes. This is what has to fucking drive you. If this shit don't do it for you, yo, stop what you're doing, man. Go... Go go sit on the porch cause with the pups because you ain't out here running with the big dogs. Take a listen to this.
fuck on if that don't got you ready to go do some like <laughs> some damage to somebody whoo we pause too by the way ah man i'm sitting here i'm sitting here getting all teared up right now the sacrifice is simple this shit is easy man has ball tackle man with ball shit is easy and we're great at it come on man and then you wonder why the score was 65-7. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Uh, I think another highlight for me that game that I love the most was the halftime show. David Pollock, who was a uh, defensive end, uh, played for Georgia, first-round pick of Cincinnati Bengals. He Decent player. Uh, best The best uh, person I could compare him to in the NFL, the best person I could compare him to would actually be, I'd say, Brandon Graham. Undersized defensive end, motor, great hands, uh, good technique. Uh, a regularly fucking strong, very, very strong young man. Uh, he, I think he broke his neck. He had a neck injury, and it just took him out. He's actually a pretty good commentator now for college football on ESPN, and they were doing a halftime show, and he literally is just, he's just like gloating on his alma mater, the University of Georgia, of how dominant they've been the last five years. And Nick Saban is just sitting right next to him, just eating a shit sandwich because Georgia's just steamrolled them motherfuckers. It's crazy how it's crazy how uh how much my disdain has uh, has has grown for fucking roll tide, roll tide, roll tide. Yeah, damn, damn. I liked Alabama a few years ago. But, like, now it's just fucking retarded to me. Like, just everybody's a fucking, everybody's a fucking Alabama fan. I don't want to say fuck them because those dudes put the work in. It's nothing wrong with what they got going on and how they want to approach things. It's a beautiful thing seeing those guys play ball. But just seeing Georgia just, <laughs> just slapping the shit out of them the last five years, it's been fucking beautiful. Auburn, yeah, no, Clemson. Was it Clemson? Uh, it's either Auburn or Clemson. It's been Georgia, Auburn and Clemson, and then uh, and fucking Ohio State put the laid the fucking the kibosh down. Nothing but mayhem on them bitches, and it was beautiful to watch. Nick Saban was just sitting there, just like ah, that paycheck wasn't worth it. And you know the only reason why he decided to do the halftime show was for the fucking paycheck, piece of shit. 
<laughs> and it's it's great. If you get time and you just want to watch, watch, watch David Pollock talk, but as he's talking, watch fucking uh Nick Saban just swallow and just sit there and he's just like fuck my life. And it's it's so fucking dope. It's so fucking dope to watch, man. It's a beautiful fucking thing. But that conversation, that speech, you know, people had some pretty critical things to say about it. But if you aren't, if you wasn't outside and you weren't out playing that sport, what you just heard was foreign to you. Rex Ryan on fucking Hard Knock got a bunch of shit for the way he talked. And I'm like, it's fucking football. It's football. Not playing tiddlywinks and fucking double dutch and spades. Even, yo, spades is way more intense than some fucking football speeches. Fuck y'all talking about. You know what I'm saying? But again, 65-7. Oh, uh, one other thing I thought that was actually hilarious. The quarterback, his name, his last name is like some super white cologne. Stetson. Like Stetson the third. He's like 30. Boy's like... 20, he's like 25 or 26 and I thought it was funny to me because he's like flexing and doing all this swagged up shit but I'm like fam you're like 30 you're playing against like 18 and 19 year olds old it, like these kids were in grade school when you were in college my guy <laughs> like to really think about that you came into college at 18 or 19 years old you are 25 or 26 when you came into college at 18, the guys you were playing against weren't in high school. They're in college now, and you're beating them. <sighs> Fucking hilarious. But if you get time, do your Googles on this. I forgot his name. Marcus, some shit. But it's like the whitest cologne last name ever, Stetson. <laughs> um, yeah, 65 to 7. College football is over. We got a nice little run going here in Philadelphia uh, with the playoffs. Birds actually secured the first round, fucking bye. Number one seed throughout the playoffs. I was a little, I was very critical. I've been critical of them all year. Uh, I'm not going to say nothing because now that the playoffs are here. I just want to see what the fuck going on. We playing the fucking Giants. If we have to play anybody, this would be the matchup you would want to see the Eagles have. But see, the issue, if you're an Eagles fan, we played against a quarterback named Joe Webb, who no one had ever heard of for the Minnesota Vikings, and they came in here and they bust our ass. So we have seen crazier things. So to see Daniel Jones and those of all the teams in the NFC East, I say I have to respect it's going to be the Giants because they beat the Patriots twice when the Patriots are just rolling on people. So I have to respect the G-men, uh, Brian Dabo. I don't think he should have won coach of the year. That definitely should have been Nick Sirianni, the coach of the Eagles. Uh, it's a lot, but there's a lot of politics that go into it. So whatever. Uh, we're amidst a nice little playoff run. Sixers beat the Lakers last night. Uh, and B had a nice little shot. His big ass. He hits the shot and almost trips over his own goddamn feet. I think his braids are tied too tight. God damn it. But this is around the time when I start to focus more on sports because I'm not. I don't give a fuck in basketball. I don't give a fuck how we start. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. It's not about to start. It's a marathon. How the fuck do you finish? And you know what I'm saying? I want to see how we finish this year. Because, Doc, if you not, if shit ain't clicking off on what the fuck's supposed to be clicking off, my guy, get the fuck out of here. And we, we need to figure something out. So it's pretty good stepping into this week. Sixers win. Eagles secure some shit. You know, um, Philly's getting crazier and crazier with the crime and just what's going on and 
more and more kids. Shit. This is going to tie into something. That was my last point. Going to try to wrap the show up after this. Uh, shit. I was asleep. Woke up at like three or four in the morning. And I, I start to watch uh, a documentary on Netflix. Shout out to Aunt KK. Uh, good luck on the Netflix uh, motherfucking joints. Appreciate that. There's a documentary on Netflix on called How to Become a Tyrant. And it's like a mini series where they talk about some of the worst dictators in the world. And which goes, you know, clearly I, I am the uptown supervillain. I love villains. I love bad guys because bad guys provide parody. Everything's cool with the good guys and the superheroes. They're cool. Great story. But you'd have no superheroes if you didn't have bad guys. And bad guys make the world go around. I was a fucking retarded-ass kid that loved white-ass Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, brother. We would say your prayers, drink your vitamins, and 20-inch pythons are going to run wild on you, brother. And then when you realize that Hulk Hogan is a fucking racist, fucking, like, pussy-stealing man that lied to kids for fucking years. And then you look at Ric Flair, who talked his shit the whole time and didn't run from it. Didn't run from what he was talking. He didn't give you a fucking a facade. No, nigga, I get bitches. I fuck. I got a private jet. I got a $10,000, $15,000 Rolex. My shoes are $900. These glasses are $3,000. Clap it up. <laughs> Woo! You know what I'm saying? That's the shit I fuck with. I like bad guys. I've always liked it. Heath Ledger as the fucking Joker. <laughs> creme de la creme, period. If I can make a little play, too, for another supervillain, if you get some fucking time, that new Puss in Boots movie... I don't give a fuck what anybody say. <laughs> I'm actually going to plug one more joint in. So the Puss in Boots movie, Death, the, the super villain or the villain for Puss in Boots, Death. What the fuck is going on outside my house? Uh, a bunch of old, old motherfuckers just being old, doing some dumb shit, but whatever. Uh, the villain, Death. That's a bad motherfucker, man. I think he might be up there for villains. If you get time... It's actually a pretty good movie. I was up one night and I'm just like, what the fuck is this Puss in Boots shit talking? It's the same thing with like Shrek. Like you, you're looking like this is a kid's movie. And then when you're clicking, it's like, this is not a kid's movie. Uh, but that supervillain, that antagonist, I, I think he was perfect. If you get some time, you know, you don't want I, I wouldn't suggest watching it with like three, five-year-olds. If your kids are older than five or seven, it, it'll make more sense for them, give them more context. I'll say that. Also, I'm actually very, very hyped for Marvel because I'm I'm a part of the minority. I'm not a Marvel fanboy like some of y'all mouth breathers. They're just, oh, Marvel, Shang Chi, this is fucking great. These are good movies. Doctor Strange was decent. They're, but, you know, the last couple Marvel movies, nah, it ain't been it. I'm going to say this, and I mean this shit. This new Ant-Man movie... <laughs> my favorite actor, my f fuck black actor, just my favorite actor. What's his name? Jonathan, Ma yeah, Jonathan Majors. So, yeah, motherfucker can act, man. He's a bad, he's a bad boy. This new Ant-Man movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantum Mania, where we are introduced to Kang the Conqueror. Oh boy. If you haven't watched that trailer, go and watch that fucking trailer. If you watch Loki, you, you were introduced to his character, but... The dope thing about this character is that he has variants. So there's different versions of him throughout the timeline or in the multiverse. And he said some G shit in Loki like, y'all think I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm nice. 
compared to the other variants. Other variants just kill shit and don't talk and don't ask no questions. And guess what happened? They killed a nigga. And oh, so okay, okay. So random tidbit, super duper nerd shit. There's a part in Loki where phase five in the multiverse actually get unlocked. If you get some time, you should look it up. There's a part when forgot the young lady's name, but Loki, but they're trapped inside and they're going back and forth with Kang and they devise the plan. They got to kill him. Sorry, spoiler. If you haven't fucking seen it, go play in traffic like lick nuts. But there's a part where she stabs him and Kang is like, wait, something's happening. And as he's happening, Doctor Strange in the multiverse, the multiverse begins to unlock and spiral out of control, which is what we have now in phase five. So Marvel, once again, I got to give Marvel fucking credit. They are playing chess while DC was trying to play checkers with Black Adam and the bullshit. Shout out to James Gunn and the other gentlemen that are taking over direction at DC. And I don't know if I agree, but they're resetting everything again in the DCEU. So no more Henry Cavill, Superman, who I think was one of the greatest Supermen. No more Ben Affleck. Ezra Miller's out as Flash. Jason Momoa is out at fucking uh, Aquaman. There's reports he's actually going to be a Lobo, which I think would be kind of fucking cool for that. But they're retooling DC uh, because Dwayne Johnson tried to go for a power play with Black Adam, which was a decent movie. It was just Dwayne Johnson being Dwayne Johnson with superheroes. He smiles, fucks shit up, cheesy one-liners. CGI was pretty good. I like Dr. Fate in the movie. I hope that they were able to go and uh, 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 bring back Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate and give me some more, whatchamacallit on him. Hawkman was all right. He, it just wasn't enough, but that's a whole other conversation. But Marvel, once again, they are showing why they are the University of fucking Georgia and DC, and DC is fucking the TCU Horn Frogs. Um, even in Shang-Chi and the post-credit, the post-credit where they talk about there's a beacon there's a beacon in the multiverse. Those are the rings that is Kang trying to find those rings. The rings that Shang-Chi has are going to play a very, very vital part in this phase. Kang the Conqueror, I'm going to go ahead and say it, is going to be way more badass than Thanos. I understand Thanos' character. I understand what he wanted to do by creating balance. But this nigga, this nigga Kang... What you will do for love is fucking amazing. And that's all it is. He's in love with, what's his name, Ravetra? I forgot, I forgot his, I forgot the woman he has a crush with and that he goes back and forth and things of that nature. But when I tell you Kang is calculated, the nigga's calculated. They're even saying that Kang, <laughs> they're even saying that certain parts of old Marvel movies, Kang set, th- Kang, yeah. Kang set things in place for the outcome to be what it was so that he could advance to get where he's at. Y'all not following what I'm saying. Just know that we got a black fucking supervillain that could be up there with Heath Ledger as far as performances. Uh, He is the villain in Ant-Man and Quantumania. He is going to be the new villain for the next two um, uh, Avengers movies. uh, Avengers The Secret Wars and Avengers The King Dynasty I think are going to be fucking great movies. They're also two-part movies like um, uh, Infinity Wars. You have part one and part two. Uh, We're definitely going to see some niggas die. Niggas going to be dead. They going to die because of Kang. 
So just, you know, you heard her here first. Cliff's little geek takes on that. Uh, but hold your horses. Pay attention to what's going on. If you got some time, go back and, uh, yo, you and your lady. Again, see, Cliff's all about the relationships. You know what I'm saying? Got you and your beautiful bitch. Sit down. Do your thing. Go through phase one through four. Sit down. Smoke something. Pour something. Roll something. Drink something. Whatever the fuck you do. Watch that shit. Because it's really good television. The last two years of Marvel movies, eh. But they all played a part to what we're going to see in February. And guess what? This Ant-Man might be the first movie I go see in a movie theater in quite some time. I am looking forward to it. I can't wait for the fucking the post credit scene just to see. I can't wait to see Blade. I can't wait to see half of what the fuck Marvel got rolling out. Marvel's about to pull big dick energy and just reset everything. But that's uh, Cliff's takes on the geeky shit. Last topic of the day, I tried to tie in uh, the Philly violence and other things. I don't know if you guys remember in New York not too long ago, there was a um, very nasty murder of a young man named Junior. And uh, the verdict just came down, I want to say, three to four days ago. Uh, give you a little backdrop and more context on this. Uh, Junior was a Dominican young man. I want to say 15 or 16 years old. Uh, Junior wanted to be a police officer. Like, just all around good kid. Good kid, you know, uh, the, you know, the... The media's job is to try to, you know, create an image or create things about, you know, uh, people and, 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 and murder victims, things of that nature. But from what you see and what's going on, he was just a good fucking kid, like just just a great fucking kid. And he was chased by one another Dominican brother inside of a bodega. And by the time they had got into the store, Four more other young men had got inside of the bodega with the other one, so there were five. And this is also the neighborhood bodega where Junior grew up and he had lived. I think somebody already stabbed him or already caused some type of damage to him. So the young, so the young and runs in there already fucked up. And the video, it's not an easy watch for a video. So if you, if you can stomach the video, it's not easy. He runs in and he's trying to ask the pops, he's trying to ask Poppy and him to help him. And Poppy and them get real cold, like, nah, it's not our business. They close the stuff up. They just look at him. And the kid is just walking around the store trying to hide and do other things. And nobody's trying to help him. And it's fucking, it, it, it fucking hurts watching. Then the other five fucking, <laughs> I'm trying to be respectful because they're people of color. You know what I'm saying? But these other five run in and they just go to work on fucking Junior. And uh, Junior passed and here's the here's the here's the crazy shit he passed i want to say about a mile or less than a mile away from a hospital that if the kid had just the the, the foresight or just the understanding to just keep running but his sense of community and where he's from he chose to go inside of a corner store or the bodega where he probably knew the owner he knew the wife. He knew the dad. He knew because they're Dominicans. So that's a different culture where I can go to you can come help me. I can't even, I can't even like fathom that type of connection. I just know that we got our poppy stores here. And if you grew up with a poppy store or Asian store and you was a youngin', you could go down there and get shit on credit because they knew, like, yo, your parent ain't nobody rich around here. So, you know, and this is also back in the day when a bag of chips was a quarter. You could go to a corner store for a fucking dollar and get two bags of chips. A hug, penny candy, and some other shit, and maybe have like five cent left. But that was what a dollar got you back in the day. Shit, I went inside the poppy store two nights ago, 
Yo, when the fuck did Arizona's become a dollar fifty? Fucking Arizona's green teas? Let me just say ninety nine cent. I walked inside. Pop said three dollars. I'm like, what? No, I got two. Pop, no one fifty. Pop, oh, one fifty, one fifty, one fifty, pop. Sorry, I no make rules. No plastic bag either, pop. I'm just like, yo, this is one fifty. Nah, I ain't got it. So the reason why the young men jumped on Junior and proceeded to uh, take Junior off the earth was because one of the young men had a little sister. And the little sister had used the word, the little sister had told the brother that she used a word that rhymes with grape, that she had a man force himself on her. Now, <clears throat> rightfully so, because shout out to my man Rico.xx on uh, IG. Uh, actually, I had a conversation with him. We actually talked um, because I made a comment on a page. And that's the thing. I'm not looking to be divisive and say negative shit on people's pages anymore. I just, I'm looking for conversation. And when the verdict was handed down about, they got like 15 years and 12 years. And I understand they're young men. They're men of color. They're not from this country. You know, I'm, I'm actually Hispanic. My mom, my mother's black, French, and Spanish. You know what I'm saying? So I have Boricua. I might have, I don't know what it is. I'm going to do the 23 and me or whatever. Whichever one gives me the best or the highest quality percentage of knowing where the fuck I'm from, I want to know where I'm from and what's inside me. So I have some type of Latino affiliation with that. But here in 12 years and 15 years and these years, it's not enough. And here's the reason why I say it's not enough. If my sister were to come tell me some man forced himself on me, oh, yeah, I'm looking to hurt something. But you know what? I'm saying this now as a 40-year-old man. <clears throat> when I was a kid, and things like this happened when we were younger. But you know what happened? Oh, oh, wait, wait till I, oh, we didn't even get to, like, the, 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 the plot twist, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, the fucking, the Superman pointing at, uh, excuse me, the, the Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man meme, where it's just like, everybody's wrong here. We're all fucking wrong. We saw shit like that where older brothers would be like, yo, leave my little sister alone. You fuck my little sister. The older brother would come. They would shoot the fade. Older brother fuck you up or you'd fuck the older brother up. And that shit would be it. it wasn't no, I'm smoking you. I'm taking you off this fucking earth. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, you know, we got to get you out of here. All this just don't. Like I said, it's a hard video to fucking watch. But we saw shit like that. Shit. I'm not even going to say homegirl name, but she ran track. She had an older brother that ran track. You know what I'm saying? He knew I was bombing his sister. That nigga stepped in me. I didn't. I was about being no tough guy, but when we were younger, it wasn't cool to go and post shit online and take pictures and record yourself doing what you was doing with a shorty. You would go bust it down or run down on something, and if you was there, cool. If you saw me go in a room or saw me go in a crib with a shorty, you knew what time it was. But that was it. We did. We weren't broadcasting, putting shit on Snapchat, putting stuff online, and and sending stuff to our friends and this, that, and the third. We wasn't doing that. I talked myself out of some yams. Shit, I want to say homegirl name, but I'm a freshman. I went. To, I went to Bishop McDevitt. I'm a freshman. Homegirl was a fucking sophomore. She was a cheerleader back when we had badass black cheerleaders. Shorty stepped to me on some like, come here. I suck titties. I suck titties. Like the first month of high school from me. Sucked some nice ass titties. 
caramel areolas, everything was beautiful. Fingered her, all that shit. It was dope. And it was never a conversation. Don't tell nobody what we did. She had her dude she was seeing, and I was the young buck. But me not understanding the fucking game and what was going on, I want to say like the second week of football practice, I'm like, I'm, I forgot who I told, but I told some dickhead. And shout out to my man, Hank, because Hank was like, yo, stop telling me what's going on. I'm like, no, nigga, I'm dap, 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 dap. And I remember I said it, and word just spread within like 20 minutes to where she's a cheerleader. So she's on the field with us doing her thing. And one of the niggas went over. I was like, yo, so-and-so said he fingered you. You let young boys finger you? And she's like, fuck no. Fuck that young ass nigga. And everybody's like, oh, pussy, you a fucking liar. All this weird shit. And I was like, but no, I sucked her titties. And I fingered her. And it was, for, what? This bitch is lying. Didn't say nothing, just took my fucking L. And I realized, okay, this is a game. These motherfuckers will spin you. Let me do that. The young man's sister, again, used a word that rhymed with grape and said that Junior, no, 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 said that a young man had raped her. Here's where I, uh, I can understand or I can get with the thought process of wanting to hurt something. Not only did the young boy run down on boy's sister, him and his homies ran a train on her and they recorded it. They recorded the video and sent it to other people in their high school. Now, the train or whatever you want to call it was consensual. The young man and his friends didn't force themselves on her. She was with it. She, it was consensual, no issues. But because the video had surfaced and made its ranks throughout high school, the sister made up a story because she just didn't want to be accountable for her fucking actions. Here's where the story just goes left, and it just it, it fucks my stomach up. I get sick to the stomach every time I think about it. Junior wasn't the young man that ran down on the sister or ran a train on the sister. It was mistaken identity. Five young men killed another young man because someone wanted to experience something or live their life or just make a bad decision. And that bad decision cost a young man his life, the wrong young man his life, and now five other young men have to go be in grown folk jail with grown ass men. And that's the thing. These Dominican niggas got long hair. They got the three cuts on their eyebrow. They light skin. And I'm just like, unless them niggas, I think, you know what? No, they aren't a gang. I'm about to say, unless them niggas is in gangs, they gonna have some hard times. New York? Oh yeah, fam. Let me, let me, let me test that hole out. Let me see what's up with you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? They gonna have some hard times. But I'm saying all that to say about, and I'm going to tie this back into what we talked about or what I brought up about us being under attack. Why is it that black culture, Latino culture, people of color's culture, whenever there's an incident or something of a matter of disrespect or a matter of excessive, something excessive happens, when we show up, I'm smoking shit. I'm poking shit. I'm killing shit. I'm hurting. I'm going to hurt somebody. But yet, 
you deal with the other cultures, like the white culture, these motherfuckers steal thousands of dollars from each other. Or I'll go into, you know, like I said, I went to a Catholic high school. They had a term called hookup that still fucks with me to this day. Yeah, we hooked up. And I'm like, hookup is fucking or is that kissing? Or is that a dick suck? I don't know what it is. But y'all touching each other. Y'all doing something sexual. Where at a low level in high school or when you're in eighth grade, yeah, we hooked up, which is where a dude hooks up with a chick, even though the chick has a boyfriend. She hooked up with another guy. The guy and the boyfriend talk it out. They might come to blows, but it ain't about shit. Right? They break up. She goes her way, and that's it. Fast forward to college. Case in point, Mark Zuckerberg uh, with Facebook, how he stole, how he fucking stole the idea from his friends. If that was niggas, Mark Zuckerberg would have got his head blown the fuck off because you cost the niggas money. You are, you took my fucking idea. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Why is it that our culture, we're not coming to, to diffuse and just de-escalate. We're coming to fucking kill. I'm coming to 187 your ass. Shout out to Demolition, man. My nigga Simon Phoenix. Uh, we're coming to do that to you. And we're not thinking about nothing until we're caught until some things happen and was out of our control, then we really are, oh shit, I might have fucked up. White men, I can steal billions of fucking dollars. I can take your business idea. I can do some super unethical business shit to you. I might even fuck your bitch. But I ain't gonna kill you. You know what they go do? They go on a fucking 18 holes, hit the ball around, get shit face drinking white claws and bud lights, and they resolve it. So much so that whatever I took from you, if I can't give it back to you at 100%, I'll get you something back in your pockets and I'll get you some interest on it. And we'll figure it the fuck out. And the conversation I had with Rico, Rico, he's from New York too. And the when we were talking, he didn't realize I was from Philly. He's like, yo, where are you from? Because you don't sound like you from... Like, you don't sound like a Brooklyn nigga, you're not from Harlem. I'm like, oh, shit, yo, I'm not from New York, I'm from Philly. And he's like, you heard about this out in Philly? And I'm like, fam, this shit made, like, news news. And he was more taken back that I knew about what was going on, or it, that, that Junior's case had made it outside of New York. And my question, what, my question was more so, why is it our culture? And I gave him everything I just said about different cultures and how they're able to diffuse and de-escalate. Why are we just, I'm gonna kill you. And it goes back to us being under attack. Whether we realize it or not, we're programmed. Man, that just sounded crazy. We're programmed, that's just how it is. That's what they wanna see from us. And that's, that's what it is. And until we start moving thorough and we're able to like talk things out, it's only going to get worse. And I pray, I pray for Junior's family because for me, it, what fucks me up the most is it wasn't even Junior. Mistaken fucking identity. They did. You killed, you killed the fucking kid that had nothing to do with what the fuck was going on. And that, that's, you know, if you get some time, it's, I hate to say it's an interesting case, but it's, it's you might want to familiarize yourself with something and, you know, just move thorough, which is why I said don't put yourself in situations. 
don't be so thirsty out here trying to get cheeks and do other things like that, man, because it's just not, this shit ain't worth it. And they don't give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck about black men. They don't give a fuck about Latino men. They don't give a fuck. And that's how the fuck we got to move, man. Shout out to my man Rico Double X at Instagram. I appreciate the time. Appreciate the conversation. Uh, shout out to my homegirl Kells, uh, tapping in from Florida. Your fucking predicate felon ass. You got warrants and leaving Philly and running around and yeah, the, what the? F- <laughs> she telling me all this shit. And I'm like, when the fuck did you become a fucking felon? Okay, all right, all right, all right. You're a felon now. But shout out to her. Um, yeah, that's kind of all I got. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go through my typical ending, but I got some more, uh, got some shit. I got some shit for y'all because again, uh, my, the title for this show, I'm gonna name this show Supervillain Origin Story. And, uh, yeah, this is the first show of 2023. Again, this is who I am. This is what the fuck you're going to get more of. Unapologetic, unabashed opinions. You don't like it. Lick nuts. I'm about to make a fucking shirt that says that. Lick nuts. That's my shit. Lick nuts. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so I'm going to wrap it on that one. This shit felt good actually getting back in and talking and uh, just getting shit off my chest, man. It was pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up on that one or whatever. You know, hopefully with everything going on, you motherfuckers is good. Everything is right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's families are healthy. Yo, man. Whatever you got going on in the fucking world, it's not worth it. Just tell somebody you love them, call them, apologize, whatever, like whatever you got going on, man. Just like it ain't worth it. It's really, really, really not worth it, man. It's just fucking not. Reach out, touch somebody, tell somebody you love them, tell them what's going on, apologize. This thing called life moves really, really fucking fast, man, whether you realize it or not. So, you know, make the most of it. Do what you got to do. Uh... Yeah, man, do what you got to do. Try to figure that part out. And like I said, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, y'all know the deal with the shout outs or whatever. Shout out to my homegirl, Ayana, a.k.a. Pebbles. <sighs> Getting older, girl. Miss you. Miss those convos, man. But I know you're in a better place. Let me see you on the other side. Uh, shout out to Mr. Rusty. Shout out to OG Will. Shout out to Ms. Ryan. Getting old, man. A lot of motherfuckers ain't here. So shout out to, all, to, to my OGs I just named right there. Love y'all. Miss y'all. See you on the other side. Shout out to Chicken and Waffles. My guys, love y'all. Shout out to Trust in the Process. Shout out to my man J-Rock from McMenamins. Shout out to Kells. Uh, shit. Quarter to day. Quarter to day. Quarter to day. <laughs> you can't spell millions without a couple L's. There you go. Uh, y'all know the deal. My mantra. Uh, consistency is key. And keys open doors, goddammit. Y'all know what the fuck it is, man. Y'all be good. Hopefully everything works out. Um, yeah, man. Super villain origin story. Again, 2023, we here. Happy happy Christmas, happy holidays, happy New Year's, happy Kwanzaa, Bashalam. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Dot J for the beats. Uh, everything, man. Yo, power to the people. Y'all know what the fuck it is, man. Without the people, we got nothing. Once the people unite, <laughs> they can't stop us for nothing so y'all know what the fuck this is going on y'all know what the fuck it is man uh, I'ma leave y'all one more yeah and I'm out you know what I'm saying enjoy this motherfucking little uh, super villain thing I got for y'all right here yo appreciate y'all if y'all need to hit me up hit me up on Instagram it's cliffybaby215 uh, also driving in the right lane I'm on TikTok I'm on Instagram 
working on Facebook right now. If you want to hit me up, hit me up at it's driving on the right lane at gmail.com. Hit me up at it's cliffybaby215 at gmail.com. Y'all know what it is. Peace to the people. Who are you talking to right now? Who is it you think you see? Do you know how much I make a year? I mean, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes belly up. Disappears. It ceases to exist without me. No, you clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. Tracking dope, turn me to a superhero, yeah, yeah. Hit that pill, turn me to a superhero.